What is going on beautiful people? I am Lee Hammock, the diagnosed self-aware narcissist known as mental illness and welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I use my platform to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy and also validate the victims, survivors and the thrivers from of this disorder. You know, there's some thrivers out there, y'all. Um, today's episode is going to be entitled, Why Is It So Hard Getting Out of a Toxic Relationship with a Narcissist? Why is it so hard to leave the narcissist and whatnot, so on and so forth? So we all know, if you or if you have any knowledge concerning the you know, narcissistic people or whatnot, we all know the trauma bond exists. Like, the trauma bond is the trauma bond. We, we understand that dynamic. But... Why is it so hard to break it? Why is it so hard to leave this to leave this relationship this relationship dynamic? Because it's not it's not always that bad. That's one of the recurring statements that I hear when I'm doing my one on one coaching over Zoom or I'm doing like these group these group classes or whatnot. One of the most recurring statements is it wasn't always this bad. It didn't it didn't start off this way. Uh, I'm holding on to and people are focusing on like the good times, the the good times, holding on to the good times keep you stuck in this relationship dynamic. It's so it's so hard to let go because you're holding on to the potential of what you thought this person could be. You are like I say this all the time right here, y'all, is that narcissists show you who they can be, not who they actually are. And so many persons, so many people get you you get you fall in love with who they can be not who they actually are you fall in love with who they can be and typically you fall out of love with who they actually are you get trauma bonded to who they can be like the back and forth the ups and downs the slips and falls the the up and down the highs and lows they get you addicted to narcissistic people they just do like it's, it's, it's like so many people describe the trauma bond as like kicking a drug addiction like kicking like breaking like breaking an addiction to drugs or some kind of some type of illegal substance or things like that kicking a real life addiction and it's tough i like i understand that it's tough but this is my mindset and this is how my mind works on this right here i know a lot of people might push back on when i say this but i truly believe that if you understand that the trauma bond exists that you have the ability to break it there are so many more people out there who don't understand what they've been through who don't who needs some saving out there? Whoever needs saving is interrupting the video. With the, uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. But there's so many people that I, I truly believe that if you understand and you acknowledge that the trauma bond exists, that the trauma bond is actually real, then you can actually break it. There's so many people out there who don't know what they're going through. Why do I keep going back to this toxic relationship? Why do I? Why don't I? Why don't? Why I know it's bad for me, but I just can't. I can't. I, I just can't break it. I can't leave this person alone. I keep telling people. It's like it's like you, you it's like you like literally like a drug addiction. You go back, you get your little high, and then you open your eyes. It's like you land in the bed with this narcissist after yeah you know, after y'all have done whatever. Have y'all after y'all have desecrated this bedroom or whatever. You mean you land in the bed with this narcissistic person, this toxic person, or whatever, and you're looking at the roof. They're asleep. They're they're sound asleep. They done cheated on you and beat you up. They done did all kinds of heinous things to you. You've forgiven them over and over again. You've taken them back over and over again. This is like the ninth time y'all have broken up. And now you're laying beside them after they done clapped your cheeks. Or you done, or, or you know, they, you, they, they done clapped, you done clapped their cheeks or they done put the cheeks on you. Whatever the dynamic is. Like you're staring there looking at the ceiling and you know this is wrong for you. A few minutes ago it might have felt good. But now you know it's wrong for you. Now you're embarrassed. Now, you know, now, uh. 
Now here comes the shame. Now there's a lot of shame associated with it. You're embarrassed. You you're sh- you feel ashamed. Like why can't I break this? What's going on with me? What why can, you know? What what, what what why can't I do this? And you're embarrassing yourself. So many people get embarrassed. And like I'm gonna be real with you. Narcissists do not care how embarrassed you are. They don't care how stupid they make you look. I'm telling. I did. I was on my. I was on live the other night. When you go, you, when you keep going back to narcissistic relationship, you're basically putting on a clown mask and walking around in public with it. And they and they don't care. They're walking around in public. Hey, y'all, I got I got uh, Bubble the clown with me right now. I got Homie the clown with me right now. What's a uh, sideshow Bob? You know, they don't care how you look. They care about how they look, how they are, how their reputation, how what their reputation looks like. Because typically, if you tell people you've been treated, let's, let's say you, you you tell people you've been treated horribly by this person, this this toxic person been treating me terribly. That's the they're the worst person on this planet. I am nothing good can come of this relationship. But then you get back with them. What do you look like? I know what you feel like. I know you feel like you get a little you get a little quick high. You get a quick hit. You you feel exhilarated. You oh I got my I got my boo back. And then you put your clown mask on and you go to sleep. As I tell people, I was just like, and you wake up, you look at the sky, and you take the clown mask off. You, it's like your battle, your heart and your mind are not in alignment. I tell this all, all the time. When your heart and your mind are not aligned, your heart will lead you down a pathway of darkness, and you'll get in trouble. It, your heart will get you hurt. It just will. When your mind and your heart are fighting each other, your your head, your head and your mind, your brain is trying to protect you. Your intuition is trying to protect you. When you feel that, when you see that red flag, when you feel their actual red flag fly across the screen or whatever, your brain is trying to tell you, it's sending you signals. Hey, this ain't it. Your brain is saying, hey, this isn't it. This ain't it right here. But you, your heart is just like, no, it is it. But I, but I love them though. I love them. So this could be it. Maybe it could be. It. So you hold on longer. You hold on. Look, maybe this could be it. Maybe, maybe if I love them a little harder. Maybe if I actually change this about myself. Maybe if I gained a little weight. Maybe if I lost a little weight. Maybe if I go back to the school. Maybe I give them all my money. Maybe if I give them all my time. Maybe if I if, if I give up my kids. Maybe if I give up their stepkids or whatever. Maybe if I do that, y'all. It nothing you will do is ever going to be enough for a narcissist. Let's just keep it real. Nothing you ever do. It's ever going to be enough. And then it's going to I know that it hurt some people. But Lee, what, what if I do this? Nothing you ever do will be enough for a narcissist. Let's just keep it hot, y'all. I'm telling y'all, just keep it keep it as hot as possible. Because it, 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 it's, it's, it's impossible to make a narcissist consistently happy. You notice, notice I said consistently happy. You can make them happy in the moment. But consistent happiness, joy, contentment, that doesn't exist with narcissistic people, y'all. It's just like we, we as narcissists, a lot of us block it off. We don't allow ourselves to feel it. It's like there's there's blockages on all our emotions, other than anger. And anger, you know, covers up everything. Anger is the anger is like the blanket that's covering up the real feeling. Anger is keeping the the real. If anger is the blanket, then it's covering it's keeping warm the real feeling, the shame, the guilt, whatever's behind the anger. You know what I mean? Why is it so hard to leave? It wasn't always that bad. It wasn't always that bad. We know that. If it was 100% bad all the time, it would be easy for you to leave. It would just, you're like, okay, there's no, there's no good to hold on to. But there is good to hold on to because they, they showed you good. They showed you who, the, who they could be, not who they actually are. And you still have this per, you still have this person that they showed you who they can be in your head. This person is still in your head. You haven't let that person go. Because their body is still in front of you. The vessel is still in front of you. The vessel that, is, that contains that narcissistic person is still in front of you. It's just the person behind the vessel has changed. 
There's a different driver in this car right here. The car is still here. The car represents the narcissistic person's body, but the driver is different. There's a different driver. You don't recognize this driver. The car is still the same. The body is still here, but they start to act differently. Their driving patterns are differently. The if you like racing, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like what, number three? Is it number three? Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt is number three. Yeah, you see that same number three car. It's the same number three car, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. isn't in it anymore. It's like Mark Martin or somebody behind the wheel. You know, Tony Stewart, somebody else is driving. You're like, hey, that's the same car, but it's, it's driving different. Who is the behind the wheel? It's the same exterior, but the interior is different. Do I say you did not? You looking at a narcissistic person? It's just like a, like somebody driving a car. The car is still the same. The driver has changed. You mean what's 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 propelling this person forward has changed? There's different. There's different fuel. That, that, that fires this car. You you had an electric. You know, you had an electric model narcissist. Now this person is running on ninety three premium, high gas, high mileage gas. You know they, they ninety three premium. You had an electric. You had an electric vehicle. You know what I mean? The whole fuel has changed. The driver has changed. The fuel has changed. But you're still holding on. You still want to get in that car. Like I still I still love that car. You know what I mean? The driver is different. And uh, like then that's, and you have to realize y'all. That driver, the original driver that you fell in love with, is gone. They're not coming back. They're just not. They're they're not like they're maybe they're in the back seat they'll leave. What if what if I can hold on a little bit longer? I'm in the passenger seat. What if I can hold on a little bit longer? In the in the the, the, the driver that's in the back seat, they can get back in the, in the driver's seat. No, they're not in the back seat. They're tied up in the trunk with with a with a with a muzzle on their mouth. You hear you hear them banging around in the trunk. You want to stay and help them. I know the damage. I know the trauma. I want to stay and help them. You can't rescue that person out of the trunk. You don't have the key. It's not your car. Y'all want to fix this car. I don't, I don't want to offer this car analogy. I don't want deep into it. Damn, I didn't realize how deep I got into this car analogy. But yeah, it's tough because you're holding on because you, you, you know this person has the potential to treat you good. And some, of people, some people that are dealing with narcissists have your own mental health stuff going on as well. You have to understand your dynamic. You can, it, 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 yeah, you can. It can help you heal to understand the narcissist, but it can help you. It can you. It can help you heal to understand the narcissist. But you can't fully heal by just understanding the narcissist. You have to understand you. Understand yourself. Why you might have stayed in this relationship one, two, three, ten, fifteen years too long. I just. I just thought if I loved them even more. They will come back. No, the driver that you knew originally in this car is gone. The car is still the same. You still got old 87 Buick out here. The driver is just different. You know what I mean? And it's hard for a lot of people to understand. That's why it's so hard to leave because you want that driver to get out that trunk and get back in the driver's seat. And y'all will drive off into the, sun, the sunset together. It doesn't work that way. Not with a narcissistic person. You can stay in the car. You, can, you are more than welcome to stay in the car. But that driver that you knew originally is not going to come back. You can, you can stay in the passenger seat. You can get a back seat. You can get in the trunk with the original person. But you're not like, they're just not coming back, y'all. They're just not. I know people don't want to hear that. They're like, well, you didn't tell us anything. I just want to know. This is how we get them back. You can't get them back. This is beyond your scope of human power. Both he prayed, I can pray it back. Oh, you go ahead and pray it. Pray it just try to pray them back. You're going to spend a, lot, a long time praying. And you can be on your deathbed. I should have left 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 30, 20, 10, 5, one year ago. I'm just telling you, y'all, don't get to the end of your life and regret staying in a toxic relationship long, way longer than you should have.
because you're gonna be mad as hell at yourself. You're gonna, you're gonna be mad at the narcissist. I already know how y'all, how people, the mindset works. You're gonna be mad at the narcissist for not treating you good, but you gotta, you're gonna be mad at yourself for not demanding to be treated better by leaving this dynamic sometimes. Anyway, I digress. I had to hop off here. I don't rambled on. Y'all know I, don't, I try to keep these episodes short. Uh, rambled on for twelve minutes. Anyway, y'all, October fifteenth. Oh, whoa, 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 y'all, 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 y'all. This is episode five hundred. We've done 500 episodes of The Narcissist Code. Wow. 500. Wow. Y'all, 500. Ep- oh, my goodness. We did 500 episodes, y'all. Thank y'all so much for the continued support, y'all. Here's to 500 more. That means I'll be around, I'm going to be around with y'all for another year and a half. Because the episode today keeps the narcissist away. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, October 15th. Austin, Texas, narcavengers.com slash Texas. There's a link in every description. Thank y'all for tuning in. Mental illness is out. Peace. Like and subscribe for more. If you listen to this on Apple Music, give me that five stars. Please, please, please. Thank you so much. Peace.